Hello, I'm Wendy McGee. Welcome to the Round Trip Podcast. Have you ever felt like running away from your life? Well, I actually did it. At 55, I jumped on an early retirement package, hopped on my Can-Am Spider, and drove across Canada alone. I was jobless and homeless. The great news is that, along the way, I found my way back to myself and realized that everything that I needed was already inside of me, which led to the name Round Trip. Join me on my journey as I finally show up as my authentic self. It's possible to step out of your comfort zone and learn how to experience independence and joy. And you can do it all without running away. First of all, I apologize for the quality of my voice tonight. I have really bad allergies. I'm going on four weeks now and it looks like I'm going to scratch my eyes out. In fact, it looks like I already started to try that. Um, in any case, uh, that's that's what's going on here. Um, I'd like to mention that I received the first sales report for my book this week and it sold 75 copies through Amazon for the month of April. That whole experience of becoming an author has been kind of accidental, but I'm extremely proud of this book. And now that the panic attacks over releasing my personal story have resided a bit, I'm starting to set some sales goals and get in front of people. If you did buy a copy from Amazon, please take a minute to offer a review or to tell a friend. It goes a long way to encourage others to take a look. I appreciate the support more than I can say. Uh, The books that I'm selling myself don't make it into the official count, but adding those brings the total to 90. I don't know yet what is sold from Amazon in the month of May, so I won't have those figures until, like, the middle of June. But Tellwell advised me that this is a long game, so I'll keep plugging away. Uh, I've been on the receiving end of some questions in the last few weeks about the book, and I wanted to take a moment to share some of those frequently asked questions. The first question that I got was, how long did this trip take? Well, the entire coast-to-coast took approximately seven weeks. The Atlantic leg was completed in late June and early July of 2019, and the western leg between August 31st and October 4th. So Cape Spear to Tofino and back again, which totaled 16,800.3 kilometers from start to finish. Another question was, what, what was my favorite part of the country? I honestly don't think that I can answer that question. Every province brought with it something amazing. I can tell you that my visit with my mom in Nova Scotia was pretty special, as was the fact that I finally set foot in Newfoundland, Manitoba, and Saskatchewan for the first time. I can also tell you that every corner brought such beautiful scenery. Moose in the Miramichi, Grossmore National Park in Newfoundland, yoga on a Georgetown beach, Warren's Lake in Ingamish, Nova Scotia stand out from the early ride, and from the western part, the water, rocks, and trees of northern Ontario, seeing a herd of cattle greet me in Manitoba, Oh, and there was buffalo. The rolling fields in Saskatchewan, Jasper National Park in Alberta, and the Kicking Horse Pass in BC. So much discovered and so much more to see and experience in my lifetime. Another question was, what was my favorite roadside attraction? Hands down, it was the Terry Fox Monument outside of Thunder Bay, Ontario. I was moved beyond words, which is rare for me, on the outbound trip sitting in that space. And on the trip back to Quebec, I returned to the area to watch the sun rise and to find the light that I needed for what may be my longest day in the saddle. Terry Fox is an inspiration. He may be my favorite Canadian. The heart and soul that he showed us as he worked toward his dream was truly inspiring. The next question was, what was my favorite meeting? Of all the visits with friends and family, those stand out the most as being particularly important and memorable. 
I was present during those chats and just enjoying the time instead of having three other things on my mind that I needed to do. However, it was the random meetings with other Canadian travels that fueled my enthusiasm to explore. I met bikers in both Newfoundland and British Columbia who were either in the process of or had already completed a solo coast-to-coast, which was pretty incredible. By my count, there must be quite a few of us, although I tend to think that the spider with the Quebec license plate attracted people to chat. One meeting that stands out was in Sycamus, British Columbia, at a Tim Hortons where I met a man on a motorcycle traveling solo from Quebec. His ride was so much more impressive than mine. The best surprise was the next question. Well, the road between Cash Creek, British Columbia, and Lillooet felt like I was practicing an extreme sport. I remember rounding a turn where I could see an opening to the Fraser River Valley and a big scary canyon on my right and a huge wall on my left. My vertigo kicked in and I had a fleeting thought that I might not be able to continue. It was pretty intense. At the end, I never felt more accomplished once I finished a ride. The next question was, what was my most special moment? One memory that I will carry with me always is standing in the cold Pacific water down from the Greenpoint campground south of Tofino. My dad, who lived his entire life on Cape Breton Island, used to joke that he wanted to travel to BC so that he could say that he had peed in two oceans. He never made that trip, and I put my toes in the water, just the toes, as an homage to him. I swear that I could hear him laughing when I told him out loud that I would not be fulfilling his wish. That was his vision, not mine. The next question was, was it tough to be alone? Absolutely not. Those seven weeks were a gift to myself. I spent time thinking and just drinking it all in. And I had two lifelines who kept in touch pretty much daily so that someone always knew my whereabouts. I rarely felt alone. What was the hardest part of the trip was the next question. I have to tell you I was in the zone during the entire time, so I cannot really say that any parts of the trip were hard. However, it was difficult to be on the West Coast when my mom had a health crisis in Nova Scotia. I contemplated parking the bike and flying east, but my brothers were already with her, and we decided that I could spend several weeks with her when I returned back. The toughest part for me personally was coming back to Quebec to figure out what to do next. I really was jobless and homeless. But again, I had the gift of time, and I was able to stay the course while I figured it out. I wrote this book, completed a performance coaching certification, and now I work part-time with the Canada Coach Academy. I started painting again, and I'm really just happy to see things evolve. Would you do it again was the final question. The answer to that is certainly in a heartbeat. I don't recommend completely dismantling your life unless you have a clear idea of what you want. I had to learn to take things less seriously and find meaningful work for me. It's been brilliant. So I ask you, what would you do if you knew that you could not fail? What is one item on your bucket list and what's important about it? How would you feel if you just decided to do it? My name is Wendy. Thank you for listening. And remember to laugh. L-A-F. Love yourself. Act instead of staying in your head. And be fearless. I'll talk to you next week. Thank you.